still can't believe that you talked me into perming your hair yesterday. Look, we made memories. It was a good time, you know. <laughs> but it was four hours. I will never get back. And I'm pretty sure my sinus membranes are permanently damaged from oh, the smell of that okay. perm solution. You'll survive. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I'm pretty sure it burnt half my skin off because we forgot the <laughs> cotton to put around my head. But hey, okay. but your hair looks curly. Yeah. And it's cute. Yeah, and I didn't burn it. It's the price you pay for beauty. It's that's fine. true. That's true. I mean, <laughs> that's why it took four hours. <laughs> That was good. That was good. That was. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is. We had a good time. Yeah. I'll do it again another time, and I'll remember the cotton. So I will say we found a new music station that we loved. That's so true. We did. Another thing in common that we, we liked. We did. We did. So. So this is Sharon and Peyton. With the Keeping It Real podcast. And today we're talking about friendships and our tribe and the people and the relationships that we surround ourselves with that yeah. help us in business and in life in general. And the different paths that we've each experienced with that. Well, and- you having 21 years with probably, I don't know, probably the past 10 being where your closest friendships have been. Yeah, you know... I'd say the closest people I've ever had was my family. And then coming to college, you know, that took on a whole nother realm of getting to know people and into relationships. But honestly, when I came to Shenandoah University, I came in on the volleyball team. So I walked in to a group of people that were kind of supposed to be my group automatically. Well, similar interests. Right, right. And so that, you know... For so long, I just thought, you know, those are my people. Right. You know, because that was what was handed to me. So those are the people you saw in your future that were always going to be there. Right, and, right. you know, when you're in your 40s, they're going to be the people you're still going to be exactly. doing things with. Like, so know, I'm going to send them an invite to my wedding. And, you know, these are the people that I think I put the expectations on them that I expected them to be. Right. And not exactly what they were. And so when they showed me who they really were, I was disappointed a lot of times. So you learned a lot about relationships and friendships in your years at college, is what I'm hearing? Yeah. So, you know, I came from a small southern town where I didn't really have the opportunity to be close with a lot of people. The people that I mainly was close with were my family. And so for me, coming to college was really the first experience that I had with trying to create my tribe and have those people right you know the people that my dad calls this day telling me about how you know oh this is you know jj i'm going to see him and we're gonna hang out so his lifelong friends right you know the the people that you call in 10 years from now and you're still close right you you can still depend on those people and I wanted that so badly that I think I was able to overlook a lot of things that were red flags. So to, so there was some toxicity in those relationships right. that you overlooked because you wanted friendship so badly. Right, coming, exactly. Moving four hours away from home, starting something new, and these were the people that uh, embraced you. Exactly. And so it's easy to, to look at those people and see like, well, they you know aren't aren't being particularly nice or doing right. some things that I wouldn't really want to do, but I'm going to overlook it because they're being a friend to me. Right. right. And then, you know, it's... Or maybe not they, a friend, but friendly. Right. And then the, the, the couple times that they do things that are nice for you and, and think of you, that gets you through the times where they're not. Right. And so then you carry that 
until finally one day you realize this is just who they are. Right. You know, they're not going to be the people that you can ultimately depend on at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times that left me depending on myself. Well, don't you think it kind of leaves you feeling a little empty? It does. You know, I felt alone for a long, long time. And I think for a while I told myself that that was okay. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not. Yeah. You know, you have to be willing to open up to the people around you and be able to trust again that people, the toxic people in your life, you learned from them. Right. And you're going to be able to see those red flags now and understand that those aren't the people that you need in your life. So just to be clear, I am 54 and those people will always still be in your life because they're yeah. like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Clothing. They, they definitely are. You know, But I think the thing is, once you realize that, you know how to tailor the relationship. You know, And you don't allow yourself to continue to get beaten down by those people. Right. You know how to handle it better. Well, yeah, some of that I think comes with with age and 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 relationships and right. and you learn you learn who your tri- who your tribe is and I've been very fortunate to have some really good friends in my life, ones that are lifelong friends. Right. I mean, you've seen me yeah. introduce you to people that I was friends with in my 20s. I mean, I have somebody that I've run with, several that I've run with since my 20s. Right. Which yeah. is just amazing, but they I've been able to weed out others mm-hmm. who have been somewhat toxic and haven't really been out for what's best for me or my best interests. There are also those that want to tear you down. Yeah. There's always going to be people that want to tear you down, especially for us. We dream big, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when people see that there could be jealousy in the fact that we chase our dreams, if they're in a situation where they're not willing to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think for a lot of people, it's easy to tear people down when you're in a negative spot yourself. Right. Women can be the worst. Yes. They can be the worst. Yes. But they can also be really good also if if they are good people. Right. So I had a situation. I've, I've had a lot of good experiences, but some that really stick out in my mind of uh, people in my tribe, like yeah. I like to call them. The people that really tell me what I don't necessarily want to hear, but what I need to hear. Yes. And those that are trying to help me launch and Mm -hmm. be a better person, a better version of myself. Those are the people that I like to be around. And I had a, uh, one of the stories is back when I had my other business, I was just having a, just a horrible day. I had an employee that was quitting and it was a key employee and I was trying to figure out how I was going to manage everything and make everything work. And just, I, my friend happened to call and, you know, I was upset, not sure how I was going to get through the day and just really couldn't even talk to her. I was so upset. So next thing she pulls up, it was before business hours. She pulls up, comes into my office and sees that I've been crying, Mm -hmm. that I'm, you know, upset. And, she basically says, like, takes me, stares at me and says, you've got this. You're going to get through this. You're going to get through the day. You're going to get through the week. Right now, you're going to go in. You're going to wash your face. You're going to put your red lipstick on, and you're going to walk out strong. And just know that I'm here to support you and help you. Right. Those are the people that just make me so feel very blessed that I have in my life. Right. Right. And that that's the people that whip you into shape when you need it, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> that happens too. Yeah. But you know, I think I mentioned before, I like to think of the my tribe as like my safety net. Yeah. And I picture like my friends with like arms all mm-hmm. linked together. Right. And if I fall, 
into those arms that are linked, like my net, am I going to, am I, are there going to be gaps? Right. And am I going to fall through that? Or are they going to catch me? Mm-hmm. And so I try to make sure that the people that are creating my safety net are the ones that aren't going to drop their arms right. and, be, right. you know, fall through. And that can be tricky. It can be. But I have found that when you really kind of, I don't know, examine or get to know people better, it's not as difficult as as it seems, or maybe as difficult as we make it sometimes. Right. Because I think we know mm-hmm. when a relationship isn't one that's really building us up and is tearing us down. But like you were right. saying, you want to be friends with this person. Mm-hmm. There's something about them you like. Right. And there's something that attracts you to the relationship. Yet at the same time, there's something toxic in it. Yeah. I think for, for me, people always show their true colors, even if it takes a while. Right. You know, so you have to be willing to see that. Right. And be open to the fact that this person may not be the one that you think they are. Right. You know, and if they aren't, then you have to understand that it's in your best interest to walk away or to just create some separation. Right. You know, so that you can get to know yourself and what you want first and then be able to understand what they can bring into your life. So how do you think coming into real estate and starting this new chapter in life, getting out of school, what do you think of friendships now? Like, how do you think that where you are now in life, how, right. how have the people around you helped get you there or have they not? Have you done it all on your own? It has been a process of understanding who I am as a person. Right. In the past six months, it has been Peyton figure out who Peyton is and I had to I'm step actually kind back. of trying to figure out who Peyton is too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could say the same about you, but <laughs> um, no. I think for me, you know, for so long I stuffed myself into a little box and allowed myself to, you know, adapt to who I was around and be that person instead of just being me and being comfortable in who I am. Right. And so the relationships that I was building at that point weren't based on who I was. It was based on the version of me that I let people see. So in a way, you were kind of like a chameleon. I was. I definitely was. And I think that comes... change your colors to, yeah. to suit. I think that comes with, first off, not understanding who you really are. Right. And then secondly, not being comfortable with mm-hmm. that or with opening up and with you know, showing people this is who I am and either you accept it or you don't. And right. if you don't, that's okay. Right. But I'm going to find the people that do so that I can continue to grow as a person. And it's interesting you say that because I hear you say things sometimes like, I know I'm I'm different. Yeah. Or I yeah. know this isn't normal and I'm all the time saying, Peyton, maybe you aren't fitting that mold of a 21-year-old, right. yeah. but it doesn't mean it's not normal. Right. Be strong and confident in who you are. Yeah, and I'm definitely growing into that. And over the past six months, I've really started to become more open to allowing different people into my life and, and allowing them to see me for who I am. Right. And that has made a massive shift for me and being able to see that there are really genuine people out there if you allow them to be in your life and to see who you are and to ask them to help or, you know, give them the opportunity to be there for you because I didn't do that a lot of times. Well, we've talked before about just even our age difference and how we're able to have a friendship and how we've grown in our friendship in the past six months Mm -hmm. pretty quickly, really. Right, yeah. But I think that 
for you in particular, removing your age Mm -hmm. has been an obstacle and not looking at yourself as I need to surround myself with other 21 year olds. Right. Instead, looking at the people around you that are there to support Mm -hmm. you and realizing that these are my friends. Right. Right. They might be 30, they might be 50s. Right. But they're my friends. Yeah. I think that for me, a lot of times I had a vision of what I thought my group would look like. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily look like that. And that's okay at the end of the day. I'm learning that the people that are starting to come into my life now are people that I can truly trust. Right. And I'm so beyond thankful for that because I haven't had that for a long time. Other than my family, the, right. you know, those people that are kind of, you know, given to you mm-hmm. essentially. And I am so thankful that there are people that are finally coming into my life, my tribe that Your I'm tribe. forming. It's so important. And I even look at like the time, like for me in real estate, when I first started, which hasn't been that long, and I was kind of struggling where I was right. at the beginning and the people that I was around. Now I will say COVID happened then, so it was hard to even be around mm-hmm. people. So, you know, that was a struggle. But I sat with a friend just to have coffee right. and just realize that I wasn't in a great place mm-hmm. that, you know, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do or I wasn't really feeling like I was getting the support right. that I needed. Right. And she was so good to introduce me to somebody else mm-hmm. and that really helped launch me, that took me under her wing. And so sometimes there are friendships that even me at 54 that I didn't know we're going to be in my life that have really helped me launch into the person that I am and helped me with the confidence Mm -hmm. and to really grow. Right. Right. And I could say the same for me too. You know, I had my family back home and then I had several friends, you know, growing up in high school and things like that. And really the ones that have continued to stay in my life have surprised me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's something you really have to think about too is allow people to surprise you sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. if you give them the opportunity, right, the ones that are truly meant to be in your life, they're going to stay. Right. They're going to support you. And I have found several in my life that I'm beyond thankful for that they stayed. Well, one thing that I think is huge is being transparent. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned being true to who you are, being true to yourself. I think transparency comes right in that, in that same, uh, you know, not only being confident, but being confident enough that we can be truly who we are. Right. And that's so important. And a lot of people choose not to do that. They try to be somebody different right. because they don't feel like they're good enough. Yeah. I and think, that's that's a huge thing. Like to feel that, that you are, you know, to to see a group and feel like, you know, gosh, I really want to be friends with that. Right. I want, want to have a relationship with that person, but I'm not good enough to be with that right. that individual. I think that that's being able to stay true to who we are is just huge. It is. And to go off of that, I think confidence is massive. I mean, not only in business, but in friendships, mm-hmm. in life. Because right. if you're not confident in who you are and the person that you're bringing to the table, right. then you know, how are, how is someone else going to be confident in the relationships they're building with you? Right. You know, if I come to you about something, I want to know that, okay, this person, I know I'm going to be able to trust. I know that they're not going to, you know, go and spread this to 50 million people Mm -hmm. because they are confident in who they are. They're confident in how they address me as a friend and 
I think that's big for, right. for anybody well, that trust, goes into a relationship. Trust is huge. Yeah. Trust, trust is, is huge. Massive. Just to know that you can uh, turn to somebody and that they want what's best for you. Yes. Yeah. It's huge. Uh, finding the people that you really, like as far as me, again, being in business, finding the people that are going to even tell me things like my ideas and mm-hmm. my visions and goals that, you know, Sharon, I, you know, that's a lofty goal. Mm-hmm. But I think you can reach it. Right. That's a lofty goal. But, you know, I'm not sure at this time in your life. I'll support you. Right. But, you know, really think about this. Do you really think this is a good time to do this? Those are the people that I want to be around. The ones that I can sit and talk to about the things that are I want to do in my life. And yeah. uh, and I'm also going to mention, I mean, for me, I know you're not there yet, but having a husband. Right. That I can bounce things off of and know that he has the best interest in, you know, my, my life and and my wants and desires is, it's just so important to have those people that are going to be there be there also when you fall. Oh, of course. And, you know, I don't have a husband yet, but (laughs) we're still uh, working on the boyfriend thing. (laughs) Yeah. A different perspective on that is looking for a relationship, someone to be a partner in life. And that man that's going to be able to support me but be honest with me right when things aren't necessarily you know where they should be or you know and bringing that trust to the table yeah and that's a huge part of it and I haven't found that yet but when looking for somebody that's that's a big key for me as to whether the relationship will be successful or not because if I can't trust them and what if they have my best interest at heart then how am I supposed to build a firm foundation in a relationship if I don't have that? Right. And, you know, I was just mentioning that even the times when we fall. Right. You want the people who aren't going to, to you know, say, well, that serves you right. Yeah. No. Like you, de- you know, you deserve that. I told you you should have done that. Or I was thinking that was a bad idea. Those aren't the, those are toxic. Right. So I think it comes back to really getting to know what you want in a person is getting to know yourself first and foremost. And right. from there, I believe you can find the people and the people, the right people are going to find you too because you're going to attract what you put off. Right. You know? Well, I also want to touch on that I think it's, there is something about even, we need to make sure we're good friends too. Agreed. We need to make sure that we're giving back. And I'm glad and you that said that. Things that, that yeah. we're looking for and asking for in a relationship. Am right. I doing that? Exactly. Am I helping a friend who needs you know needs a hand? Am I somebody who's having a tough time? Am mm-hmm. I bringing taking them a meal? Yeah, right. I'm busy. Right. But am I there to support them because they're struggling getting kids where they need to be? You know, I need to be right. that friend also. Yeah. And it's really easy to be the one to just take and take and take. But it's so important to also be the friend that gives. Right. I think for me as well, I, we've talked about this before, you know, I was the one that would always be there for other people, but wouldn't let them be there for me. And so then I would question the relationship, but in turn, it was something that I had to work on of allowing people into my life and allowing them to help, but also being willing to give myself to them, Mm -hmm. you know, in different ways, not just necessarily, you know, being a listening ear and things like that, but allowing them to help me when I needed it also. So that that relationship could go both ways. Yeah. You kind of struggle with that piece. I do. I do. (laughs) I definitely can do this for you. Nope. I got it. Like (laughs) Peyton, allow me 
to help you with this. Right. So, and by doing so, you continue to build the trust and you continue to build that relationship with people that is going to last, that is going to get through the tough times and the good times. Right. Well, and I think that's something we have found in our friendship is that we're able to help each other out, be there. We both can have wild, big ideas, (laughs) but we help sort through those and sift through those and manage them. Yes. And it's because we care. Right. And there's a trust, which is huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, who else would I leave my cell phone (laughs) in the care of while I'm at court uh, for a couple hours? That was a big deal. That was a big deal. It was a big trust moment. That was, for sure, for sure. And I told you the other day, too, you had to trust me before I trusted you. And that was just part of my personality. And I don't know if you ever figured that out before I did, but... That was really something that was big for me because I didn't understand at the time that I had to see that you trusted me before I could trust you fully. And that was something that I don't think in my mind I fully understood that. Right. But looking back on it now, it definitely was a big shift for me because then I saw, you know, there are trustworthy people, you know, people that aren't going to take advantage and things like that. So It's interesting because I feel like that, those moments sometimes we don't even realize happen until we look back at it. Exactly. And I think that's why it's so important to take a step back. Right. And to look at your life, look at the people in your life, see who you're surrounding yourself with, because that is going to be a big factor in what your future looks like. Yeah. I've tried really hard to to sort out the toxic people, the people that I see that bring me down. And, you know, I'm going to bring it back to, uh, we've talked about this in in past episodes, but I want to bring it back to, honestly, I think it's the people who are trying to lift one one another up to the ultimate place. Right. Those are the ones we want to be. Yeah. The people that when you tell them your goals, they're not afraid of them. Mm -hmm. They want to encourage you to do it. They want to share their goals with you. Right. The people that when you're crying, they're going to hold you. They're going to be the shoulder to cry on. And, you know, but they're also going to allow you to do the same for them. Right. You know, and so I think that with that being said, we go back to the fact that maybe it's time to take a step back and see Mm -hmm. who your tribe is. Yeah. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Well, who is it? that you are around that is helping you be a better version of yourself right? and who is, you know, helping you in the end, you know, make it to heaven together. Right. Like who are, exactly. who, is, who are these people yeah. that are really, when I, when I step back, I see I'm a better person because of these people. Right. Who's your safety net? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Very and important. Make sure that the links are strong yeah. and that, you know, There's always going to be some weak links in there. Of course. But you have the strong ones. Right. Have the strong ones that are going to carry that slack. Yeah, exactly. Well, with that being said, this is episode four of the Keeping It Real podcast. And like we always say, you guys, this is us keeping it real. And we're so excited for you guys to listen. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I think this is a conversation we could continue for another day. I do too. I think this is always going to be something that's at the forefront of people's minds and really a big factor in everybody's lives. Absolutely. Friendships are huge. I'm grateful for ours. Yes, me too. All right. Until next time, Sharon and Peyton, keeping it real.